Hello and welcome to a God Shift Podcast. I am your host, Shana Rattler. I am a minister, author, and sought-after speaker. In these episodes, you will learn how to grow your faith, overcome adversity, and move into a greater destiny. Individuals, organizational leaders, and ministry leaders share their story of when their life collided with God's purpose and put them on the path that was designed for them. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Godship Podcast. I am your host, Shana Rattler. I am so glad that you are here. And so before we get started with today's conversation, I hope you will do me a favor. So the favor is a very simple one. I just want you to take a screenshot of wherever it is that you are consuming this podcast. And I would love if you would take that screenshot and post it on your social media. When you do, tag us here at A Godship, that's a God shift, and then tell us what your biggest aha moment or what your biggest takeaway is. The reason why I do this is because I want as many people as possible to know exactly what it is that they can do in their lives if they're looking to grow their faith, overcome adversity, or just help us to build the kingdom. And so the more people that hear these episodes, the more that we can all participate in doing that work. So thank you in advance for that. All right, I am going to read my guest's bio, and then we are getting going to get into what I believe is going to be a great conversation. So my guest today is the host of Bound by Divine Worth podcast. She is the author of Eight Habits of a Virtuous Woman and co-author of 2020, The Year of Awakening. She has overcome many adversities. She has in the past been bound by alcohol abuse, poverty, toxic relationships, homelessness, identity issues, and the list goes on. She has defeated and pushed through many obstacles and barriers in her life to become who she is today. Even more so, she has taken responsibility for placing a value on who God has called her to be, knowing her worth in him with the intention of strengthening and empowering others to be bound by their value and their worth in Christ. So thank you and welcome to the show, Tanya Jones. Hi. I am so happy that you are here today. So let's get to it. So my convert, my definition, rather, just to lay some context to the conversation. So this is a God shift podcast. And my definition of a God shift is the moment that you unlock your kingdom authority. And then that allows you to collide with God's purpose and ultimately move you into a greater destiny. So the very first question that I always ask all of my guests, Tanya, is what is your own personal definition of kingdom authority? Well, I wrap that up really quickly, you know, because it's it's really related just to my life and my journey to God, which is submission. Okay. That's good. I had to you know, and I often think about that scripture, resist the devil, submit to God, and he will flee. Yeah. It's really the common theme of my life because I was operating from the kingdom of darkness, but I had to know that my identity was connected to the word. But right. in order for, to do that, I had to first surrender. I had to submit. You're yes. the second person that I've emailed, that I've interviewed rather today, that that was, that was their answer. It's about surrender and it's about submission. And I love that both of you have said that because not that it makes my job easier because I can just repeat what I'm going to say because I'm sure I won't say the same thing. 
But what I know is, is that being a child of God, we are actually given the same level of authority that he had. It says in his word in multiple different places, it tells us the authority that we have on earth. But like many things, there's a lot of contingencies, right? And so in order for us to first be able to operate in our lives and the lives of other people in the same way that Christ did, we first have to be submitted to him. Very much like when the word tells women to submit to their husbands. Your husband is first supposed to be submitted to the Lord in the ways of the Lord. If he isn't, he actually has no legal right to require you to submit to him. All right. All right. Yeah. (laughs) We submitted to God and then all these other things. So when we submit and surrender to God, that is the moment that we are able to actually unlock all of the authority that we have on earth. I love that. That's right. Because we're just vessels. That's it. That's it. And if we're not empty vessels, that's the only way that he can he can actually flow through us and actually use us for his glory. So if we're full of the things of the world. And all this other crap that, you know, fill our lives up, our vessel is already full. So how do we have room for him? I know that's, yes, you better say that. (laughs) (laughs) So You know, we talked about in your bio, many of the things that you have um, been able to overcome in your life. So can you think of a time that you actually have used your kingdom authority in order to either grow your faith or get over something to get to where you are today? Definitely to get over something. Um, I'm going to try to just do highlights when I was in a relationship that didn't complement my work. Um, I lost my self-respect in that relationship. Unfortunately for me, during that time, it was my common theme. You know, my identity embodied a woman who was just disconnected from her work. Mm-hmm. And to the point, I settled. I settled for the relationship. I put up with it, but I knew that I had, I had hit an all-time low when, when this man violated me, not once, you know, but twice. Something that day died in me because eventually I began to experience emotional health issues to the point I ended up having full-blown anxiety attacks. And I remember that last one That was on Christmas Day, 2019. I didn't know whether I was going to live or die. Wow. Because it was that severe. But God's grace met me that day. It met me on that particular day. And I'll never forget it. I always get a little teary-eyed because of the grace of God. You have to excuse me. Yeah. But that was the day I ran for my life. That was the day. I said, Lord, your will, not my will. That was the day. A week later, I severed that relationship. January 1st of 2020. What I didn't know then that I know now, that kingdom authority was submission. It was surrender. And he was just waiting for me to surrender my will to his. Yeah. And what I heard you say that you didn't say is that kingdom authority also gave you courage as well. Yes, it did. So when I think when I think about kingdom authority, I think about if then this has to happen in order for this to happen, right? And so it's 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 fabulous that we recognize that surrender and submission is required. But then what happens as a result of that? So your kingdom authority actually 
not only gave you the courage, but allowed you, dare I say, to recognize that you did have the courage. Because oftentimes when people are in situations like you're describing, one of the number one reasons that they don't leave is because they don't have the courage to do so. So the authority that you had in Christ said, you know what? Uh Uh-uh, I'm getting out of this. Today is going to be the day that I am going to have the strength and the courage to, like you said, run for my life and run to my safety, right? Yes. Yes. Amen. And I think about that, that scripture. I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope in the future. Yeah. You know, and I just received that thing. You know, and yes, it was the courage. It was definitely the courage. But I also have to say that it was also a divine appointment over my head. It's a much longer story that I will not get into. Yeah. It was a divine appointment. All God needed in that moment was my obedience. That's right. And you know what I love about what you're saying, Tanya? And this is one of the one of the number one takeaways that I hope people get out of listening to this episode is that although God is God all by himself, you still have a role to play. So that scripture that you just quoted, Jeremiah 29 and 11, when he says, you know, these are the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not plans to harm you, plans to move you forward to a greater future. Guess what? He can have that desire for us and it can still not happen in our lives if we refuse to take the steps that we need to take. And if we refuse to recognize that we have a role to play. Like I think people hear scriptures like that and they think, "Woo, I got it made in the shade because the Lord has this great future plan for me. And now all I got to do is just sit back and just wait for him to wave his little magic fairy wand and then poof, I'm just going to be in this great future. No, boo-boo, you got a role to play. God wants you to partner with him. He wants you to actually co-create this beautiful destiny that he has for us. He's got a future for you, but he ain't going to just let you just sit back and waltz into it and neither is the devil. That's right. Well, that goes back to that kingdom authority. Yeah. So Tanya, what would you say when you look back over your life, specifically the scenario that you were just willing to explain and you, you know, you realize, okay, I've got to surrender. I've got to submit. I've got the courage. I've got to move. What would you say you learned during that process? For me, with my journey, going back to that, my knowing my worth, your worth is already established. It's already established in God. Yes. All you have to do is show up for it. And that will be through your obedience. Yes. Your submission and your surrender. Yeah. Will know that your work is already established in him. Wow. I'm just taking notes. Just never mind me. (laughs) So we're going to pause and we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're actually going to share some tips and advice for the listening audience of how they can begin to accomplish some of the same things that you and I have been able to accomplish. This episode is brought to you by the free guide, When God Says Shift. Inside, you'll discover the four shifts required to follow God's plan to move you into a greater destiny, expectancy, and possibility. Head to GodSaysShift.com. That's GodSaysShift.com to access it now. So, Tanya, before the break, we were talking about some of the things that you have had the benefit of overcoming in your life and kind of where you are now and the life that you get to look to live now. 
But I really want to share some tips and advice for the listening audience so that they can do the same thing. Because it's one thing for you and I to sit here and talk about, you know, how great God is and all the things that we've been able to do to unlock kingdom authority in our lives and how we're just kind of off to the races. But I want to make sure that everybody else is able to do the same thing as well. So if you were talking to someone that was actually struggling, what advice would you give them to be able to unlock kingdom authority in their life to be able to shift to a better place? Well, I do that today. You know, one of the things that I always try to express is that your identity is connected to the word of God. You have to step outside of your will for God's will. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what does that look like? When I think about that scripture, renewing your mind, Mm -hmm. that's a daily process because you are getting rid of the old for the new. You have to declare the word of God over your life every day. You have to receive it. You have to believe it. That's where your identity is located. That's where your purpose is. Because he knew you before you were conceived. Right. So if it's, let's just say it's a Tuesday that someone is listening to this episode and they're like, oh, I love that. Like, I've got to get clear on my identity. The way that I get clear on my identity is through the word. It's important for me to renew my mind. And then they fast forward to Friday in their life and they look back from Tuesday to Friday What is one thing that they have done? Because I don't want people to get lost in the sauce of the colloquialisms of renew your mind, get in your word, know your identity. What's something that they can actually do? And they'll be able to look back in their week and go, yep, I did that. Prayer. Okay. Prayer. Declare, you know, a scripture over your life. Pick a scripture that, you know, fits what you're going through and speak it every day. And those are small things. You may go from praying no days a week to one day a week. Yeah. Right. It's, it's really about, you didn't get to where you are overnight, you know? So it's really a step by step because the process is, is always ongoing. Yes. You know, you have to do it at your pace, but you have to be intentional. Yes. Intentional. Intentional is the key because I know that for myself, I was like, okay, Lord, you told me that your promises, my promises are in your presence. So that means that obviously I'm not in your presence enough. Well, I thought I was. So let me try to get intentional. I mean, setting a time of day. When am I going to be, you know, to be in his presence? And I love that you, that you gave the example that you gave of like how to pray, because a lot of people, they are not praying effectively. And I love the fact that you said, find a scripture and let that scripture be what you pray and what you're actually declaring. Like use that as your affirmation. It's one thing for us to stick post-it notes up all over our house that says, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am loved. But the best affirmation that you can have and the best thing that you can pray is the word of God. Why is that? Because you're actually repeating back to him what it is that he's already promised you. And the word tells us that his word will not return to him void. So you can pray a whole lot of things, but that doesn't mean it's going to be effective. So I'm so happy to see that you said, listen, if you're going to pray, pray right. Right. Yes, yes, pray, yes. 
scriptures and declare those scriptures over That's your right. life. He responds then, to his word. Exactly. And the thing that I would add to that is persist until it happens, because you're not going to pick the scripture. You're not going to say it once and everything is going to poof change in your life overnight, because the Lord is going to want to see that you're going to persevere through this thing. So once you find those scriptures that you want to pray back to him and that you want to declare out loud over your life, I tell you to persist until it happens. That's right. Yes. Daniel, before we get ready to end, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Any final words? Just know your worth in God. Just know your worth. And I always like to tell listeners that you are God's love response. Yes, that is so good. So where are you at on social media? What's your website? How can people find you? Well, I'm still working on my website. (laughs) Still working on that. Oh, Lord. But um, my website is called worthbound.com. I'm still working on it. Also bound by Divine Worth Podcast. That's my Instagram um, hook. I have two Instagram hooks and also worthbound. Okay. Worth underscore bound underscore mentor. Okay, perfect. And those links are going to be in the show notes. So don't worry about rewinding and writing it down and getting the underscore in the right place. All you have to do is, is click. So, Tanya, if somebody is listening to this, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. Like, is there anything that you would like to offer if somebody wants to take things further with you? Well, right now I am working on starting up a mentoring program. It hasn't started yet. It's something I'm working on right now. Okay. That's why I just actually started the Worthbound Mentor Instagram page. So that's something I'm, you know, that's in the makings right now. To go follow you in that way when it's ready, you'll announce it. Yes. Perfect. Well, Tanya, thank you so much for being part of a Gotcha podcast. I appreciate you being here today Um, for the listening audience. Again, I would love if you would share this episode. Thank you for being here, audience. It's Shana Rattler, your host, and I look forward to seeing everybody on the next episode. And I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yes. I want to thank you for listening to the God Shift Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And remember to put God first and everything will fall into place.